BMW. The 77 percent. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of the 77% show that gives young Africans an opportunity to discuss topical issues affecting their day-to-day -day lives. I am Moki Edwin Kinzika in Yaoundé, Cameroon. I will not be hosting this show alone. My colleague Mimi Mifo in Bonn, Germany will be joining me shortly. Today we are focusing on the proliferation of nude sex videos on different social media platforms. Some young people in Cameroon recount just how bad the situation is. I had a case where a student acted a pornographic movie. He circulated it to his classmates and schoolmates and the thing went viral. So the thing has become so common, so rampant that the students see it as quite normal to them. So what explains this growing phenomenon? We hear from an expert who thinks society and governments have failed African youth in that regard. The government seems to have totally abandoned the cocoa values of the African society where we groom the child for such a stage. It's very easy for a parent to purchase a phone and give to the child without telling the child to know that this is a global village. The practical lessons young Africans can learn from this topic will also be discussed at length in today's edition of the show. Greetings to you all and welcome to the 77% show once again. As always, you can join the discussion on our Facebook page DW Africa. Today, we are looking at the pitfalls of social media usage among youth in Africa. With me here are some young Cameroonians with pertinent views on the subject. But before we hear from them, let's head to Bonn in Germany where Mimi Mifo is standing by. Hello Mimi. Hello Moki. Good day to you and a warm welcome to all our listeners. Having unwanted videos or pictures on social media is one of the most frightening situations that young Africans are facing on a daily basis. In Cameroon, for instance, the recent case of a teenage girl whose naked and sex tapes swarmed the social media space left no one indifferent. Here's DW's Jean Marin Gongsong reporting how the government of Cameroon and youths have been denouncing what transpired days ago. For days now, the Cameroon social media space and even the mainstream media have been hit by a leaked sex tape of a popular sports journalist and commentator, Martin Camus Mimb. In the viral video, the office of the founder and manager of Radio Sports Info, RSI, in Douala commercial city of the country, is a shocking pornographic scene involving unknown men and a young teenage schoolgirl whose name we got as Malika Bayemi. Malika seems uncoerced in the video, but only her face and nudes are published online with her partner's identities concealed. As soon as the images found their way on social media, there was outrage, with many describing it as the height of moral degradation. Initially, colleagues, friends and other Cameroonians sympathized with Martin Camus' meme, who himself is living with a disability. 
he claimed his office was used to commit the act without his consent. But as days went by, the truth unraveled and a sports journalist became the same prime suspect and main actor in the sex tape. A legal case has been filed against him. The government condemned the act, which some young Cameroonians say has been a shocking and learning experience. I felt bad and heartbroken, you know. Some men are really very wicked and heartless. I mean, looking at the circumstances that surrounded the scene, what will it profit you, a man, to drug a girl into sleeping with you and then taking a video of her? It's, it's irresponsible. It's despicable. And so it has only taught me to be careful with those I deal with. For me, I really think Martin Camus have disappointed so many Cameroonians, including me. I felt really bad uh, about it, given that he is a public figure. We should be able to control our sexuality when minors are concerned. Why would you even film such a thing like that for the public? Though the perpetrator of the act has granted a public apology to Cameroonians, Salim Wemnien, gender advocate, says it is not enough, adding that Malika, who is a minor, should be compensated. That public press conference had nothing to do with the girl who is the victim. It was like a show to clear his name, his reputation and his profile. He should get to that little girl and say, I am sorry, go to jail as a crime so that it serves as an example for the community. And he should equally pay that girl some cash compensation for the damages caused. That was Jean-Marie Gongsong telling us more from Bamenda, Cameroon. And just like in the Central African nation, almost every youth in South Africa is having access to a smartphone and social media platforms such as TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook and WhatsApp. But sometimes these platforms are washed with pictures, videos and all kinds of messages from youth expressing themselves. Experts have, however, cautioned the youths against posts that could destroy their future and haunt them for life. Here's D.W. Stuzo Kumalo in South Africa. Emma Zegla, a social media legal expert and co-author of the book titled Selfies, Sex and Smartphones, a Teenager's Online Survival Guide, says the number of young people becoming victims of social media is growing. She warns young people to be aware that whatever they post on social media has the potential to destroy their whole future. If you are under the age of 18 and you take a photograph of yourself naked, you're creating child pornography. That's a pretty serious offense. In 2015, 19-year-old Christina Fokona from South Africa took her life after a 2010 sex video of her went viral on social media. Another young girl sent her nude photo to a male friend and she suffered extreme trauma after the photo got widely circulated on social media. 17-year-old Andy Lenguenya says the temptation is huge for the youth to exchange pictures or messages with a long-lasting impact. As a youth, there are sensitive stuff like nude pictures, drug-related stories, and human trafficking issues which we post on social media platforms. So things like nude pictures which you send to your friend destroys you and your dignity. And Neymar Temba, another youth, agrees. Stay away from peer pressure. There's other people that can see you with clothes on rather than without clothes. Avoid trying to fit in everywhere. Surround yourself with good influences. 
Emma Sega advises that if you cannot put it next to a name, surname and picture on a huge billboard along a busy street in your hometown, then never click the send button to pass it to another person. Thank you, Tuzo, for filing that report from South Africa. Now the debate continues in Cameroon with Moki Edwin Kinzika. Moki, over to you. The 77% join the debate. Yeah. Welcome back to Yaounde Mimi. I'm sure young people across the African continent are already anxious to hear from their peers in Cameroon. We have Ate Larissa, the founder of the NGO Youth Internet Morals. Larissa's NGO has as vision educating youths and teenagers on the dangers of networking sites. Good day, Larissa. Good day, Moki. We have Jacob Anong, a youth leader and sociopolitical analyst. Good day, Jacob. Good afternoon, Moki. We have Muel Hilary, a teacher who works with young people in Yaoundé on a daily basis. Good day, Hilary. Good day, Moki. Let's get started with you, Larissa. What are your experiences, your observations concerning the proliferation of sex videos on social media? It is most often seen on social media, particularly Facebook. We had two students in a college in Kribi acting pornography, and their friend who stood by the side was actually taking a record of what they were doing, and this was posted online. We also have another case where some students were caught in Yaoundé, about 15 or plus, where they go every day to act pornographic movies. Hilary, I see you have been anxious to add to what Larissa just said. The cases cited by Larissa are just a tip of an iceberg. We have cases of students uh, who are caught red-handed making love in school. Uh, some of them are caught in the toilet. I had the case where a student acted a pornographic movie. He circulated it to his classmates and schoolmates and the thing went viral. So the thing has become so common, so rampant that uh, students see it as quite normal to them. Jacob, you are a sociopolitical analyst. What can we say is responsible for the proliferation of this type of videos on social media? Thank you, Moki. You see, the African mind grabbed this aspect of globalization from a very wrong end. The government seems to have totally abandoned the core core values of the African society, where we groom the child for such a stage. We picked Western cultures, Western standards, Western practices, and then want to apply them within a context that will not fit itself. So we blame first the abandoning of the core core values of the African society. Larissa, apparently you want to add to what Jacob just said. I also want to add poor parenting because it's very easy for a parent to purchase a phone and give to the child without telling the child to know that this is a global village. You're going to meet people from every other that country and we don't have the same moral standard and we don't have the same culture and we should be mindful that if you don't buy a phone to your child he's going to see it from the phone of his friends in school or go to a cyber cafe so the base is we need to educate children even when giving them this phone because they are too exposed so i think the government should regulate the laws on the exposures we have on sites certain sites like pornographic sites that people just gain access to them without any regulation hillary do you allow children, youths in school with their telephones. If I see with a telephone, I confiscate it. And I think any school that allows that to happen is not serious when it comes to moral standards. Android phones have really contributed in bringing down the moral standards we are talking about. You know, when children see pornographic videos on the social media, they are very anxious to have an experience. And uh, you, you find a child informed to already owns a phone. When you even give an assignment, carry out research, do this, the students will spend time on WhatsApp, Facebook, watching all kinds of pornographic videos. 
And the unfortunate thing is that most of them don't have time for videos that are edifying. The only video that captures their attention is the one that is immoral. They do it and they circulate and the thing is a kind of prestige. Yeah, Jacob. We have to emphasize that the abandoning of the core core values of Africa, where we educate the children from home, we have abandoned those values and click to some Western values that even they themselves don't promote this. We need to hold the states the parents and the society at large for abandoning the values that we had as an African people. Our children from when we were growing were nursed, were taught that these things were evil. It was condemned in every aspect of it. But what do we see today? The children themselves have been abandoned to themselves. So they are exposed to do the things that they have to do. Don't forget, what is evil, what is bad is easy to learn than what is good. So we are saying that it is high time we go back to the core core values of Africa and we select what we picked from the West and what is ours and then butchers ours. Poverty is at the rise. So the children are abandoned to themselves because parents don't have the means. Any children who are abandoned to themselves become vulnerable as the African youth are today. I see it's getting hot here, but before we go back to Bonn to meet Mimi for, I want to find out from you, uh, Larissa, what is the impact of this practice? It gives a bad and a negative image of a country. Social media exposes a country more than anything nowadays. And anything negative you put on social media, at times you think it's just that student, but you're selling out our nation, Cameroon, negatively externally. And I always tell people, if what you post on networking site does not build, let it not destroy. What if tomorrow this youth is supposed to stand into a presidential position? How will that be looked upon? If youths are not focused, we can get the future that we say these youths are. It's kind of a synergy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's once again go back to Bonn and read some comments because many African youths have been reacting on Facebook. When we come back, we shall look at how people should or can protect themselves from negative aspects of the social media. Let's have a quick break and when we come back we will be discussing the way forward Auprès de toi j'ai trouvé un paradis Animabel oh mon amour Je pense à toi comme au pays des rêves bleus Anitabel c'est la plus belle So Mimi, what are young people saying on Facebook? Well, Moki, we have reactions across the board. For example, Caleb Joshua reacts saying that in this generation, young people are just excited about taking pictures, feeling free, releasing them on social media platforms, not knowing the effect some of these pictures could have on them and their lives. We also have this reaction from Retribution Uganda. He advises that refrain from taking nudes with untrustworthy individuals. Why even send your nudes to someone, he questions. And according to John Udengba, in some countries it's punishable under the law and offenders may be sued in court by those he or she offended for compensation. Now let's head back to Cameroon where Moki Edwin Kinzeka is standing by with his panelists. The debate continues. 
Thanks for coming back to us, Mimi. And uh, Larissa is now here to conclude. Larissa, how can youths be protected? How can the future of the African continent that is in these youths be protected? We need to educate the youth on the dangers of the internet, on the dangers of these ills, pornography, online sexual harassment, cyberbullying. They should be aware of it because youth nowadays get into the internet world without any knowledge of those things. And it's very obvious for a youth to pick up his phone. I see a penis just pop up without even the youth having to do a search. So they should be educated. That's why we actually do campaigns in schools, educating them, and every country should engage in this. Secondly, our government should try and put restriction codes. I think they let these things come to us. If they can go back to these people to restrict, to, end, to emphasize on the laws that govern the usage of Facebook, Instagram, all these networking sites, it will be good. Thirdly, and I think the society and the parents, please do what you are supposed to do. Paying a child's school fees, giving shelter to a child, giving food to a child does not guarantee good parenting. Good parenting goes beyond that. You need to be available for your child, make your child your best friend, and make sure you educate and give them the adequate morals we need. Thank you, Jacob. How should victims be treated by the society and by their relatives? It's incumbent on the families and the society at large to forgive these persons because most often they commit these acts out of ignorance. When those things come up, they should not be abandoned, they should not be destroyed, boost their morals that they can come back to mainstream societies and will also be what? Be recognized and valorized. If we don't come back to Africa, there is no way out. The take-home message now is with you, Mbuel Hilary. I would just like to focus on the, the role that each one has to play. Parents have failed and they have seen the consequences. So parents should learn to bring up their children, inculcate moral values into them. The church too has a role to play. The focal point should be on uh, living a decent life, living a life of holiness on the part of the church. The government on its part has a role to play. A subject like religion has been thrown under the bus. So we need to uh, even make those subjects like religion, moral education, to be compulsory. Our educational system, to even on the part of the government, matters. What kind of education? Are we just educating civilized demons, packing knowledge in their heads so that tomorrow they become uh, knowledgeable but morally bankrupt? Not at all. We have to revise our educational system so that we educate both the heart and the head. And um, that ends today's debate on the proliferation of nude sex videos on the African continent on the 77%. I want to insist what has been said here that education is the key to stopping this practice. Special thanks to Atel Larissa of the Youth Internet Morals, Muel Hilary, a teacher, and Jacob Anong, a youth leader and sociopolitical analyst. All of them are youths. I am Moki Edwin Kinzika in Yaoundé, in Cameroon. Over to you, Bon. Over to you, Mimi Mifo. Thank you so much, Moki, for that enriching debate which wraps up this week's 77% show on DW Africa. You can listen to this program and previous editions by visiting dw.com forward slash 77. Do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash dwafrica where we have tons and tons of videos covering various issues on young people in Africa. Until we meet again, my name is Mimi Mefo and goodbye for now. Quand j'allume la télé, je vois la misère de ces familles. Africa berceau de l'humanité.
Jamais ça sur mon continent, on va te chanter. 